everybody. Uh, I'm welcoming Lisa Heath as my guest today on on our series, on our exciting series on natural health, uh, natural health, natural foods, health and wellness. And I'm going to talk a bit about Lisa. And thank you, Lisa, for joining us on today's episode. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Um, Lisa is an entrepreneur and co-founder of MediResource. And Lisa will tell you about what MediResource does. Uh, very interesting. She's uh, very passionate about uh, hip-hop dance, passionate about art. And, and also, we're going to talk about diversity and inclusion. Uh, some very interesting things. Uh, so it'll be a great session. It lasts about 15 minutes. So, Lisa... Let's start. Share, share about your, your share about what is Medi Resource. Share about that. Share about what Medi Resource does, and and then we'll talk about your entrepreneurial journey and and bring me up to this stage. Yes. Okay. Great. Thanks, Bruce. Uh, it's fun to be here. Um, so, who is? Uh, I think it feels like who are you, Lisa, and what is Medi Resource? Uh, Medi Resource is a Canadian producer of employee health and wellness software, and what we do is. Um, we measure the, uh, the risks, the health risks of a person, and then give them uh, small daily tasks that they can do to practice healthy uh, tasks. And hopefully through practicing them, a person can adopt those uh, tasks uh, and become more healthy. So assess risk, give you things to do so you can practice healthy tasks and hopefully change your behavior to be more healthy. That's in a nutshell what our software does. And, uh, you know, people who uh, are people leaders uh, will license our software uh, and provide it to employees so that they can demonstrate to employees that they care about their health and wellness, uh, help their employees stay uh, productive at work. And, uh, and as I said, in the long term, hopefully help these people change their lifestyle and their behavior so that they are more healthy. So I'm just curious. A lifestyle behavior, it could be food related. It could be all the different ingredients like food, obviously mental health or physical health. Is yes. To contribute. Okay. okay. Yeah, we cover all the gamut. Mental health, physical health, financial health. Uh, and, very important. Uh, yes. Very, 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 it's, it's so important. Your mental health is probably one of the most important, you know, I think personally. Okay. So tell us. About tell us about how your your you as an entrepreneur your entrepreneur journey the company got started let's go through that and also it's very interesting it's owned by Aboriginal well you'll talk about all that I find it very interesting and and please please share so many resources isn't a brand new company we're not a recent startup we actually are a twenty odd year old business and I joined uh, in the early days as a co-founder. Uh, with my husband, who was the the sort of the guy who had the idea in the beginning. And um, we ran the business for many, many years. Uh, we started off more like a digital agency with a focus on health. So we were a service business. And then about seven, eight years ago, we pivoted and became more of a SaaS software company. Uh, so my journey started out uh, with the business more on the operations side. And, you know, I learned by the School of Hard Knocks how to run digital products. I'm actually a pharmacist by trade. Uh, and I, I learned how the, by the School of Hard Knocks learned how to run digital projects, build websites and whatnot. Uh, and um, I think what I brought to the table because I'm a pharmacist is I brought uh, with me a belief in evidence-based medicine. And for all those healthy lifestyle 
uh, uh, articles and tips and tasks that, that we provide in our software today, they all have a basis in, uh, you know, truth, the literature, what's proven in the medical literature. Uh, and so I feel very strongly about uh, uh, being very evidence-based and feel that that's one of the core pillars of our business. Um, now, my journey through this world of entrepreneurship, um, I didn't start out as a CEO. CEO. Um, I became uh, sort of like an acting CEO back in 2016 when my husband got diagnosed with cancer. And he really? never actually said, Lisa, you are now the CEO. He, he just sort of moved himself uh, to, to the side. And it became very apparent to me that, holy cow, our business needs a leader and someone needs to really steer this boat. And uh, so I just sort of picked up and started doing that. But I was very lucky. My, my husband did pass away in 2018. I had a couple of years um, to get some great guidance and coaching and mentoring. And I had someone to bounce ideas off as I kind of shifted into this CEO role. Um, and I would say this is that I learned a really valuable lesson uh, out of that whole process. And I think it's really important for uh, female entrepreneurs, female leaders to recognize. I think that for the whole time that I was with MediResource prior to my husband getting diagnosed with cancer, I think that I was looking for his approval uh, for many of the decisions I was making. And what I learned uh, from about 2016 onwards that Sometimes you don't need to ask, you don't have to have or ask for explicit approval. Um, you need to chart out a path and make sure everyone's somewhat aligned, but you don't necessarily need to, to, to get approval to do something explicitly, at least in the entrepreneurial small business world. Um, and I think that was a, quite a, a learning for me uh, because we, we had a, um, a certain gap in leadership because my husband had to focus on his health. And it was quite, it was sort of like an, a self-awakening that I had that, you know what, I just need to fill the gap and I'm not going to get his explicit approval on everything. I'm going to have to make these decisions on my own and then communicate those decisions in a rational way, but not necessarily have to seek approval. It's kind of subtle, the difference. Um, that was a big learning. Uh, in 2018, my husband did pass away and I was the official CEO from then on. And uh, the most valuable, uh, I think, um, input I had from uh, when I became CEO came from another friend who is a CEO. And uh, she said, you can't do it alone. You're going to need some help in this, this role. And what she meant is go surround yourself with talent. And uh, I joined a number of uh, networks, uh, CEO networks at that point. And I found those to be really, really helpful in helping me make decisions for the business and lead the business uh, since I became the official CEO. That's great. That's great. Now, at the time you had children, that must have been very challenging. You know, you had young, I don't know the ages, but I'm sure they were young at the time. Yeah. And then you had this business where you had to, you had to basically, and it sounds like there were skills you had to learn. Um, it's not an easy, not an easy thing to do. And I'm sorry about your husband or what happened. And, uh, but that must've been a very challenging time. It was my kids at the time uh, were 12, uh, 14 and 18. And they all sort of handled uh, the challenges of the day differently. Um, but they seem to 
be pretty resilient to me. They've managed to come through uh, quite well. I'm very proud of their accomplishments uh, in the yeah, good, for good for you. So also, your business is, um, we talk about, uh, and it's advertised that it's owned and operated by and, and led by Aboriginal and people of, of minorities. Uh, uh, I want to talk, let's talk about that. And how is that? How has that affected everything over the years? And tell us about that journey. You know, tell us about that. And let's talk about diversity and inclusion. Um, Lisa. Okay. Uh, so, so what happened was uh, when the business um, became mine, um, and uh, I have a minority uh, uh, shareholder, uh, a business partner, when it became just the two of us, um, the, it was Business Development Bank of Canada, their rep who was visiting us said, you know, Lisa, you are now a women-led business, a woman-led business, plus you're, you're a visible minority. So you, you're a visible minority-led business. You should think about getting certified by CAMSI, the Canadian uh, Aboriginal uh, and Minority uh, Supplier Council. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, the, the cool thing is, is that it's not just me, I'm a visible minority, but my minority shareholder business partner, Pierre Paquette, is Aboriginal. And the two of us kind of went, what? Really? Us? Because I think before we never really defined ourselves by our, our racial background, our ethnic background. The two of us were just, you know, two people that were doing business together and, and you know, trying to run a business. So we applied and we became certified. And I would say this is that um, the, the lesson learned from all of it is that becoming certified didn't really change much. It didn't change much in how we ran the business. Okay. Uh, and I, that's actually the secret. The secret is, is you look for talent, you look for people who'll do a great job and you don't judge them by the, the, the cover. You don't judge the book by its cover. You look for nice people that have good talent and that's who you hire and bring aboard. So um, we, it didn't really change the business that much um, because we always were uh, fairly diverse and uh, we live in Toronto. We, we, we operate in Toronto. So it's pretty hard to not hire diversely uh, in Toronto. I think what it did was it highlighted to us that we needed to, uh, celebrate our diversity. Like it didn't change the core because we were still doing, I, I think we always were sort of hiring diversely anyways. It's just, we, we it kind of made us um, assess and realize we have to celebrate that with other people, uh, including the people that we hire uh, and that work with us. Um, that, that's, that's sort of my story around uh, being diverse. Uh, God, just can I ask one thing? Has it affected hire? I think diversity being conscious of it and and and, and, and building is part of your culture is important. You know, has it helped you in terms of hiring top talent? Being being a being a has it made a difference? Because when you get t- top talent equals top results, that's that's the bottom line. You know, you know, and how's 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 that affected? So I think it has helped us retain employees. Okay. Um, I think people recognize that we accommodate at Netty Resource and we're very understanding of um, uh, cultural differences and whatnot, mostly because we have a lot of cultural differences uh, already um, in, in the business and the leadership reflects that. What I've actually found is that being a female CEO has helped. 
It's actually my gender, I feel, has helped with um, new people coming to MediResource. Um, there are, there are uh, people out there who are looking for female leadership, and that's actually been really helpful, I think. Good for you. Congratulations. Good for you. Good for you. Okay, so we're at, the, we're at this point in time. You took over the reins, and now, <laughs> okay, right? Well, you did congratulations. You know, look, it was not easy. It wasn't easy. It was a, it was a challenge real challenge, you know, a lot going on emotionally, I'm sure. Um, so now you're at the stage where in 2021, let's fast track 2021, 2022, made a resource. So you, you scaled the business over time. It did scale. And what, what's happening now? Where, where are we going? Where, where we, I'm, I'm sound like I'm part of it. Where are we going? Where are we going with meta resource? Where are we going? <laughs> what's, what's the game plan now? So you the game- for yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, we, we have pivoted, uh, and in the past, we were doing more services, uh, and now we have SaaS, a SaaS software product. So our, our change over the last few years has been to really focus in on Health Connected, which is our employee health and wellness software. Uh, I think the other, uh, the, the, we, are, we have some uh, new relationships, new resellers here in Canada, uh, and uh, where we're focusing on now is our U.S. launch. So in a few weeks, we will be launching our U.S. product, uh, our U.S. version of Health Connected, and we have a reseller agreement in place uh, with an organization in the U.S., and we're going to be focusing very much on expanding the business into a U.S. market. Well, that is the direction. Congratulations. And any learnings from that experience? Because that's just some, I'm sure you put a lot of time into that. What can you share about, if companies do want to expand to us, what, what, what any unique shares or learnings that from what you've been through as someone who, because that, that's, the, that's the big step up to this point, what can you share? I think the strategy of having a, a reseller uh, is actually a pretty good one because resellers, you can talk to them to help you gain real customer exposure and to get real potential customer feedback um, and talk to real people in that market that you're, you're heading towards. So that's what we've been focusing on is um, getting real, setting up meetings, getting to know our customers um, or our potential customers much better, understanding what the market is really like. Uh, the, the CEO networks that I have joined have been very, very helpful wow. uh, in, in uh, doing that, getting U.S. exposure. I belong to PeerScale, uh, a tech CEO network. I also belong to C100. Uh, and both of those organizations have been very helpful in terms of networking uh, to uh, expand my network in the United States and uh, gain insight uh, that I can apply to my launch uh, uh, in that market. Um, those networks, are they Canadian-based or the U.S.-based networks? Yes, they are Canadian-based. They're both Canadian-based. That's a really good point, you know, of CEOs looking because nobody, we're not everything to everybody, and it's just, you know how it is. It's just, we learn, we're all learning, right? But those, I'm glad you tapped in. It sounds like really that was a key thing that you tapped into other uh, thought leaders and other other minds and other connections, and it's done really, really well for you. I'm yeah, glad sort of like, uh, you, you use that network to get to other to know the industry at a certain level, but it's also been helpful in in getting to know real cusp like users. Uh, uh, people who are, are Americans who are working in the States and 
using um, health benefits that their employers provide, like softwares like ours, and learning more about that. It's those, both of those uh, networks I joined have been helpful for me getting uh, to know people in the States at that level as well. That's wonderful. Look, Lisa, we're coming close to the end of our, our chat. I, I keep it short. And I, I, I thank you for coming on and, and I wish you all the success in the world and all the prosperity to you. And not just that, the people you help too, the, uh, the help, because without your health, what do you got? Yeah, it's so what true. Do you, what do you got? Yeah. We, 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 we work to burn out. That, that's ridiculous. You know, and, and you're also making an impact and making a difference in people's health. And I, I thank you for it. You know, and, and, and well done. Is there anything else you want to add before we end? Is there anything else you'd like to share? Anything else yeah. you'd like to share? I'd like to share that I think I live uh, the direction, the learnings of the software I provide. I actually, I live it. Uh, and I, you know, I try a lot of the little tasks and tips that we share with our users in our software to help um, become more healthy. And I think if I hadn't been doing that all along the tough years um, with my husband passing and the stress of the kids and the business and all of that, I don't know I would have if I would have had the energy uh, or the resilience I did to get through those tough times. Because the thing about wellness is that it, it for me, it's like keeping your battery charged so that when the hard things come, you have some charge there to use down and you never actually get completely depleted. And um, being healthy and following these little tips and doing them kind of day in and day out, those little things you do every day, um, they, if you practice them every day, they become habits. And then all that's, of a sudden, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you know, yeah. it makes And it's hard. Happen. It does. And it's hard at the beginning. It's hard because you, we're all creatures of habit and you start. So I was, I was always told the baby steps. You, know, you start with one, you build, right? And yeah. I want to ask you a question. So what's a sweet spot client? Like if somebody wants to call and contact you or is it everybody? What's a, is there any a target? What's a client? Is there a sweet yeah. spot client? Yeah. So our, our software is good for any employer, okay. any employee, but there are two sweet spots. Uh, one is that it is software. So as long as the employer and the employee have some way to connect digitally, like they, they can use their phone. Um, yeah. uh, as long as they can connect digitally with the software, we're good. Uh, I think also from an employer perspective, it's, it's, it's sometimes better when there's a, like more than a hundred or a couple hundred employees. Okay. Sometimes that's better just because you can get a bigger aggregate number of people doing this um, using the software uh, and that gives better, you know, reporting and you can get some more de-identified uh, information about the uh, health um, status of your employee base. And then you can actually design a wellness program that meets real true needs of, of your employees uh, based on the data that we collect in our software. Um, but really, our software can be used by anybody because it's kind of a universal thing, you know, small daily tasks that are healthy you know, that you practice on a regular basis so that you change your health behavior. Well, good for you. Good for you and good for your team. Good, You got a great team and that's all part of it, right? You got a great team. Lisa, thank you so much. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you so much for being my guest. And, uh, and to the audience, enjoy and enjoy the show. Enjoy the, uh, 
some good, some great takeaways. Take care. Have a wonderful day.